boy, I don't even know how to start it out because I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, that's always a good foundation to start with, I think. Just gonna try. Might as well. Uh, I think I'm doing this for a few reasons. One, to warrant the amount of time I spend watching uh, <laughs> a, a, specifically uh, AEW uh, wrestling. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should just uh, not do this. I, I need to poo-poo on myself first, and then and then we'll get to it. Um, do I just let if my child and wife barge in here? Do I just let let it roll? Just keep going. I suppose we'll see how I feel. I'm also wondering if I should have bed music. Talk over the bed music. You'll. Uh, if you hear bed music, I decided to, to do that. And if not, it's because I couldn't come up with anything decent to talk over. Great start. Great start so far. Um, this is a podcast to um, play at the end of my life. Uh, <laughs> at my funeral, please play all of these recordings and shake your heads and think, why did he do this? This is not needed. This is yet another voice, another po wrestling podcast. I hope this isn't just all about wrestling. My God, I've got other interests. But I do spend a fair amount of time. Well, I watch four hours. You know, that's not a lot. I don't watch Rampage. Uh, but I guess I will now. <laughs> so I can have some thoughts on it. Or maybe I won't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to keep, just keep plugging away, you know. Uh, this could be something people fall asleep to because it's A, boring, and whenever I read to my wife, she falls asleep. I take that as a compliment. Uh, I think that's a, a good thing. <laughs> whenever I read something to her, she almost always zonks right out. Uh, or, yeah, or my uh, children can listen to this down the road and be like why again why why just keep asking themselves why i don't know uh i don't particularly have hot takes this is such a sell right now <laughs> i don't have hot takes i don't know what i'm doing <clears throat> let's just let's let's go um my name's wilson i'm a wrestling fan uh i started watching wrestling I have to, I feel like I have to do this. So that at least if somebody starts to be there, they can understand a little bit where I'm coming from. Uh, let's see, I don't know. I was watching wrestling definitely in 86. Cause that's the year I got the WWF ring for all the LGN figures. And uh, I had a lot of them. I could, you know, name them all, all that stuff. And I was just a big WWF kid. I would catch WCW on occasion at my uh, grandmother on cable, you know. And uh, mostly, though, was trying to probably watch Saturday Night's Main Event. But what happened, you know, I was a kid. And it's hard to find. You know, I don't know what. Either I had to be at my grandmother's house for cable. And you just kind of like, I couldn't find it. So then it wasn't in my constant mind in front of me. And I just, I don't 
I act like it was a long time past. Not much. Probably around second grade. My dad uh, uh, gave me a pro wrestling magazine. My dad, who does not like pro wrestling. <laughs> uh, I was recovering uh, from an accident, and uh, he gave me a pro wrestling magazine to like kill time and read when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, shit. I think I had Ultimate Warrior on the cover. And I thought, oh, well, what's going on with these guys? So then it's, hey, Grandma, take me to Blockbuster. I'm running all these tapes and trying to catch up and anything that I missed from, like, what, 88 to 92 or something, 93. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, that was a lot of it for me. And uh, then I, I became lapsed fan that Cody always talks about they know the you know you just uh you fall out of it and uh I think you know it was what I fell out of it in like 2002 I want to say it was it was when I was really getting the vibe that Triple H was going to be a big part of the show (laughs) and I wasn't a fan and I was getting pretty snooty in everything I was doing. You know, I was coming in that age where it was like, I'm only watching the best movies. and I'm only watching the best television. We were about to enter, you know, Sopranos had started. Uh, you know, it was going pretty strong. And uh, I was like, why am I subjecting myself to this? And I didn't watch any wrestling probably until about 2014. I saw the YouTube clip of Daniel Bryan. uh on the cage with uh, uh, Bray Wyatt during that little thing. And I went, and I hadn't, hadn't heard a crowd reaction like that in a long time. And I was like, oh, shit, is wrestling back? And uh, I uh, started kind of following it and going, okay. It was kind of pulling me in with some of the people. You know, I tried to kind of keep up on it just from, like, little things here or there. Like, I was aware of John Cena, but I had never seen a John Cena match. Or I was aware, I had, when I was starting to fall out, I had started kind of trying to find indie stuff. So I was definitely uh, aware of some guys. And that I was just like, well, maybe it's, there's something. And I just couldn't force myself to be like, okay, I'm going to track down tapes. I'd already done that in the past. And I was like, I'm just not into, like, tape tra- i'm not into it anymore i really i was like burnt and i wasn't finding something that was clicking uh and then uh i started this all so then i was getting into like the nxt thing which was at the time like you know neville and Sami Zayn, and they were sending cesaro down there and i was like oh this is kind of more my jam and i was watching that a lot and kind of putting up with the main roster product kind of going oh yeah this is what the wwe likes to do they like to kind of like get your hopes up or you think this is going to go this way and this would be cool but it's always not bad and uh i started how did i start watching i guess i started just trying to find other stuff and i actually started just doing the work that i didn't do you know 10 years prior where i was like uh, okay, you know, let me look at this New Japan stuff. Let me look at this, you know, people say the Young Bucks are good. Okay, let me check those guys out. And with anything with me, I just started, like, trying to catch up. Same thing when I started kind of 
casually following it again. I was like, okay, let's watch all the big matches that happened while I was, you know, not uh, not around. Let's kind of try to educate myself on this person and this person. And so then you go down those rabbit holes where, you know, now I'm watching BTE and all that. And eventually I go to All In. And I've been to every Dynamite that uh, has been in the uh, my my local area. And uh, I've been to, I was at Full Gear in Minneapolis. I was at the All Out. Uh, that was the Brawl Out. I was there. And uh, what else have I done? Uh, you know, I don't, that's about it. I think for live events. I'm trying to think if I've been to any others. I don't think so. Anyways, AEW just uh, spoke to me, and uh, I enjoy the. I think AEW is at its best when it has a little bit of everything for everyone. I think because even though I I might not be a huge fan of Lucha Libre, I think when those matches are really clicking. I think they can grab everybody just like Deathmatch Wrestling isn't... I'm more of a fan of it than Lucha Libre, but I'm not a huge fan of Deathmatch Wrestling. But I think when those matches really hit on all uh, cylinders, uh, uh, fire on all cylinders, uh, they, uh, they can grab everybody too. Um, everybody that likes wrestling. None of these matches, no matter how good they are, are going to grab my wife. Uh, she does not care. Uh, she does not like it. <laughs> uh, but uh, this podcast, which I've called Dear Tony, because I just feel like so many people, it's a joke. I feel like a lot of people have a lot of takes, and everybody wants the pencil, and everybody wants to book, and everybody feels like they have a direct line. Like if they tweet hard enough, or they post hard enough, they'll... <laughs> change the course or something so I just I'm um, this is as look the only person that should be listening to this is Tony Khan okay only Tony Khan should be listening to this and then he can eventually this is why this is happening he can hire me and uh you know I'll I'll fix whatever issues everybody has and everybody has a different issue <laughs> everybody has a problem nothing's ever perfect I'll probably start rambling about that too about fandom I feel like now fandom, they definitely apply. Look, I'm guilty of it too. When they're, uh, how they felt about wrestling when they were a kid. And look, you're just never going to capture that again. If you're a grown adult, such as me, with children and significant others, and or even if you're in your 20s, you're just never going to capture your youth. It'll never, you can come close or you can scratch it. But too much life has happened to you where the, you know, mag magic disappears as you get older. And uh, that's why Disney adults scare me, <laughs> trying to capture magic as an idol. It's over. Just It's over. It's okay. Uh, but saying that, I'm also somebody that just isn't really full of wonderment uh, very often. <laughs> I just don't. I'm not in awe very often. I will say this, though. Part of the AEW thing, what enamored me, you know, I, I took a chance on AEW thinking, okay, I like a lot of the people involved in this and what they're saying about what they want to bring, this alternative, you know, where 
you know, yeah, I think WWE is kind of corny. I wish, you know, this thing I like would be presented a little bit more seriously, or at least that it matters so that I'm like, okay, I'm watching it and it matters. And I, I definitely don't like watching a product where people are telling me, the people making it are telling me that this is stupid and you're stupid for watching it. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, and that seems to be uh, WWE's like kind of, that's where they like to hang out a little bit um, more often than not. Uh, but uh, I took it, you know, okay. And then, you know, Moxley comes out at that, uh, event was it was it revolution or double or nothing whatever the, the one where moxley comes out and he comes through the crowd and i was i after that pay-per-view ended I, t- I told my wife i said that felt like when i was a kid the excitement you know I, it you could feel it you could sense it and uh i just i just uh, aw clicks for the most part with me so I think these episodes are going to be me talking about whatever show and uh, kind of going through them and talking about little things that are not much for fantasy booking. Uh, I don't like it. I like to let just things play out. And then if I don't like it, I don't, I'll say so. And if I do I'll say so, but I tend not to get wrapped up in what should or should not happen. <laughs> I just, it's like anything else. I don't go into a movie, you know, after the fact, I'd be like, I didn't like that. Uh, I try not to go, well, this should have happened because that's, well, that's not the story that was presented. So I, you can say it all day long. Uh, I'm seeing today that apparently Dave Meltzer, who hey, I am a subscriber, <laughs> that might be part of this too, is going through AEW notes that he writes in the Observer. Uh, I guess he's having a, a, a minor uh fit that nick wayne after the video packages uh nick wayne should have won uh i don't really care either way i'm not that invested in nick wayne i really liked the we'll get into it i did think during these video packages i was like Meltzer's gonna hate this if he loses (laughs) he's gonna hate this uh and uh he did so but you know what's this kid's career so young it's it's going to be okay. Uh, so, before we get into the dynamite recap, let's talk about uh, the one little piece of news, piece of boost, piece of piece of news. Uh, as of recording this right now, there's no ratings. So, and yeah, I I'm I will talk about ratings only because. Uh, I find it interesting. I am. I'm one of those losers. Sorry. I am. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I find it interesting. Uh, you know, I might not like the Hardys, but if they're moving numbers, I'm not saying that they do, but if it's as an example, if they were moving numbers, uh, then who am I to argue with that? You don't put them on TV. Um, and that's, and then at least that clues me in as to why are they on my TV? Well, they're moving numbers of some sort. Uh, I might not like it, but I'm not going to like, uh, I'll still cry about it. I don't want them on the team. <laughs> They're fine. I just, I'd rather, I have other people I like. I, uh, you know, that's fair. Uh, I'm never going to listen back to any of these. I don't think unless I'm editing them, which I don't even think I will do that. 
because I just can't imagine. I'm going to be pissed off with myself the entire time and go, why? Who would? Why? This is going to be a recurring thing. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, the news was Sean Ross Sapp uh, reported that Warner Brothers Discovery, um, in talking about a new deal with AEW, the source that he has claims that that part of that is that uh, WBD wants more pay-per-views or premium live events, some kind of just more than more events than what's going on right now. And even to the point of one, one a month. Um, uh, it doesn't bother me either way. I watched WWE when it was a handful and I watched WWE when it was one a month. Uh, not every show is going to be like, if you go that direction, not every show is going to be like a, an absolute barn burner. Uh, a lot of AW shows are great. Um, I think I am in favor of a few more events only because I do find Tony Khan's booking uh, too conservative. Um, I appreciate it uh, in that he doesn't want to burn. He, I, get, I mean, I don't know. Tony, write to me. Uh, dear Tony Pod at gmail.com. Write to me. Tell me. It's just because you don't want to burn through matches, right? You have all these like matches in your head for down the road. I don't know if you'll ever get to them, but. That's what he does. He books very slowly and very conservatively. I mean, we're in year two of uh, Swerve versus Keith Lee, possibly year three. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm fine with it more. Sure. I mean, you could even do, I don't like to get into speculation stuff. You could do like PLE, stuff on HBO Max and move all your like St. Patrick's Day Smash or like uh you know you could do Battle of Belts kind of more properly on there, you know? Uh and it just if anything gives people more stuff to do and it would maybe I'm I I'm being positive about it. I I would like Tony to kind of speed up some of his booking <laughs> just a little bit. Um, so with that said, uh, July 12th, 2023, it was dynamite in Saskatoon. Uh, these Canadian crowds have been okay. I mean, some, I can't remember one week from the next, but they've seen to me a little bit every time it seemed my, one of my thoughts was, oh, these are kind of like WWE crowds a little bit, um, in that they want the stars. I mean, they were chanting for Keith Lee. That kind of, I was like, these these people are WDB or NXT. You know, they're, 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 Keith Lee's getting bigger reactions than he's had in a while. And Granny's not on a lot, but uh, they're really into Adam Cole. It just seemed WWE-ish. Uh, Let's see here. What did we have here? Pac was in the um, the little intro there, and I don't know if he had been. I do like that they kind of keep up. They change it up almost every week. But Pac was in there, and I thought, oh, Pac, yeah, we haven't seen him in a minute. Uh -huh. Now, it could be that I've just been missing him every other time, 
prior, but I feel like he wasn't because he wasn't around. They don't really put people that aren't around in the little um, intro. Um, sign I saw said I sold Kenny uh, Kenny Red Velvet cake, so good job to them. If that really happened that day, um, or is that some kind of joke? I don't know. Uh, the first match was Jericho versus Commander. I don't, I don't like Commander. He's okay. He's fine. Commander's fine. He was wearing a poncho. He's coming out with Alex uh, Abrahantes. Um, I, I this uh, the Alice guy. I do, do, do the Lucha Brothers need a hype man? Does Com- Commander might? Um, I'm just not a big fan. I'm just not a big fan of Commander. I like Phoenix and Penn. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. I'm, you know what? This match, though, was the best Commander match. I, I liked this match. A, not a lot. I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. Um, Jericho comes out. He's doing this thing. He's been doing it for a while, to be fair. But uh, uh, he does like a, the duck face, the pouty duck face. I don't know. What's what's uh, going on with that? Uh, it was a fine match. There, the crowd was chanting like Y2J. And I was like, See, this is the WWE thing. Oh, guys, come on. Y2J. Like, uh, and Jericho's just trying, <laughs> really trying to get them to boo him. He's flipping them off. He's, that's about the extent of it. But he he's, wants them to stop. Uh, there's a little hip toss bump to the out, you know, commander to the outside of the ring. That was, that was, that was good. Um, the power, some power bomb bumps. Those are good. Lots of middle finger. You know, they're doing everything to try and get this crowd into it and kind of get them rolling in this beginning match. You know, Alex, the hype man out there, he's slapping the mat. He's trying to get them on going. You know, the, finally the crowd gets around to it. Um, I mean, this crowd got into it. And, I mean, Commander did his walk in the rope uh, spot, and uh, they chanted, holy shit. And it was, <laughs> you know, he missed Jericho for the most, you know, I, it was okay. But they're chanting, holy shit. And... The crowd bit on the near fall there that comes up after that. Um, and then they kind of just go to the finish and Jericho taps him out. Don Callis comes out. I'm, you know, I was of the mind that he should have no sound uh, when he comes out. Uh, but now they do this like long, like, wah, wah, uh, gimmick and, uh, it's okay. It, I was kind of like coming around to it when I was thinking about it, but I still think it should be no sound. I don't know. Should it be no sound? Should there be something? I'm trying to think if he came out, if he had his whole little state, if he's in the future and he's got the whole family, should there be some kind of Don Callis family theme? I don't know. Uh and yes, I do hate it when Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez call anything with a lot of heat, Dominic Mysterio heat. That's piped in heat. And I'm not saying people aren't booing them, but that's piped in heat. It's sweetened heat. And it drives me up the wall when they say, oh, Don Callis got Dom heat. Uh, also, Jericho, does, is, does he have a new Bowie-inspired tattoo on his arm? Uh, email me, Chris. 
is that a new I asked my wife was like a tattoo professional she said it did look new but she couldn't tell she said it looked greasy and i said well that could be uh oil from commander it could be it could be sweat i don't know but uh uh dear tony pod at gmail.com chris please let me know is that a new bowie inspired tattoo on your shoulder it looks pretty fresh uh, Don Callis plays some old footage from, he, they said it was 95. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. I was trying to like, <laughs> I was looking into it <laughs> and I was like, let's see, bad news, Brown, uh, uh, 92. He was in, uh, uh, frontier, uh, da, da, da. I couldn't find exactly what this moment was from. I'm, I didn't dig very deep, but, um, Chris Jericho kind of is like, okay. They play the old footage like, hey, remember, you know, we have a history. Okay. And uh, he's he's still thinking about it. Uh, they go to Jack Perry and Hook. Jack Perry is now in the car ready to go. He's not even going to let Hook take a, uh, a dive at him. And he's cutting a promo. He says it's an unsafe work environment. And uh, Hook is quite the mastermind. He just simply goes to the other side of the car and gets in through there. And they... Uh, scuff a little bit and then Jack Perry disappears and uh Hook, you know, looks in the camera and says, Keep running or I'm gonna get you. I can't remember. Another big part of this podcast, me trying to decipher my notes and remembering what happened. Uh it's just more of the same of this. This is one of those um I do I'm gonna say it now. This is one of those Tony Khan uh things that he likes to do where he's gonna use the same segment over and over and over again it's just like that's his that's the build right now is that jack is running away in the garages of these arenas from hook that's that uh uh, i mean i feel like maybe they should i'm not gonna fantasy book but maybe they should be picking up some wins either of them uh cutting promos on each other let's i mean let's jack perry's gotta start let's cut, cut some promos here um, Renee's with Don. He says he's going to, uh, you know, reveal the fifth member. And uh, we get a little bit of recap of the MGF Adam Cole stuff. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the MGF Adam Cole stuff. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Adam Cole. Uh, I, th- I think NXT... Uh, I I don't want to say broke his brain. He probably he loved it. I guess, you know he loved it. He loves his life. Uh, I just miss I think uh, Adam Cole from I'm gonna call it suck my dick era. Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, that's a crude way of putting it, I guess. But you know the Adam Cole that would say that in the ring. Uh, I like my he, uh, bad guys, my heel uh, to be a little greasy, a little sleazy. Uh, that's just my preference, and uh, that's this Adam Cole here. I, uh, this whole thing, Adam Cole. I think from the minute he's been in AEW, for the most part, has kind of come off uh, dorky. The Halo gear, the just everything. You know, I just this. I don't understand. Right? Okay, so. In, I'm trying to work this out in the universe of AEW. MJ, MJF has never been 
uh, genuine. He's always been disingenuous, disingenuous. Well, and uh, so he's presenting himself like he wants to be friends with Adam Cole. Adam Cole is smart, correct? He's a smart, uh, good guy, and he knows MJF is being an an ass. He's acting an ass on purpose. But both of them are acting like they're buying into it. Is this just way too complex for me? Or am I... What? They tried to do a little bit where... Adam Cole's going, oh, he doesn't watch the show, so he doesn't know that I'm being, like, I'm also being uh, disingenuous uh, about being his friend. But it still makes Adam Cole like a dummy, because he knows knows MJF is just doing a bit, so they're both doing bits to each other, I guess. (laughs) They're neutralizing each other by both doing the bits. They're at a bar. Uh, uh, they're drinking water <laughs> in shots, uh, and uh, it's they see some women, and uh, Adam Cole says, you know, he's not into it, and he's with Brit. MJF says four more for Daddy, and he he leaves. Then he comes back. There's an odd moment where the cameraman is, they got to stop this in AEW where they're trying to acknowledge that there's a cameraman there. It's when you have the cameraman back shooting at Adam Cole and he goes, what's up cameraman. It's come on. It just made Adam Cole look like a dork. Uh, So he, wants to do something he wants to do now and it's playing video games which again it's like oh god so the guy he's playing video games with mjf mjf is like i don't have any friends to be playing with multiplayer they're beating ftr for the tag titles on the game and cole tells him that he's a cool dude or what god it's just like the act it's just these skits i don't i'm not a fan of this stuff uh I don't need it, and I'm open to it. Uh, when if they do more stuff in the ring for me, turning around on it, but right now I'm not into it. I'll get to that stuff. Uh, you got De- Darby and uh, Orange Cassidy versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. I love Daniel Garcia. Uh, like I was saying earlier, sleazy, uh, aggressive. Kind of grizzly, uh, bad guy. That's great. He's dancing to the moon, baby, with Daniel Garcia. He cracks me up. I love, I love his wrestling. Uh, I can't, I can't even read what I wrote here. Something I rushing breakup. Oh, they were pushing the breakup. Yeah, they were like, hey, they came out separately. Everybody's coming out separately in this tournament. It seems like. I guess their point was it well they should be Jericho Appreciation Society. I felt like that's been done. <laughs> I'm confused if Sammy G's even been in it. He's kind of out of it. He's in it. Uh, the four pillars thing. I feel like now looking back, kind of uh, really threw a wrench into everything. Doing that match, uh, it kind of Jack Perry probably should have been 
teaming with Hook and building that up. They were, and then they stopped, and then they were for a week, and then it was a, it was just kind of off kilter. And then Sammy G, this push for him to be a, a good guy, stop it. Tony, stop it. Dear Tony, stop. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to like him. I can't. It's just, it's, it's, it, that's all that I can't. No, I can't fix that. You can't fix that. Uh, Sammy's in these endless feuds where it was whoever he's feuding with, the people end up liking the other person more. So use that, I guess. Use his strength. And maybe that's what, maybe Tony Khan's doing that in that he knows that people will really get behind Daniel Garcia if he feuds with Sammy Guevara. Uh, so, uh, the match was fun. Another great, you know, great little match. Darby did a little ring rope bump. Then that was great. Guys just always Darby, you know, is great. Darby's great. OC's great. Uh, Daniel Garcia, you know, Sammy G's fine. He's good. He's, he's all right. He's not my cup of tea. Uh, I want, more Daniel Garcia versus Orange Cassidy one-on-one. We've already had a couple matches, I think. And I want more. I want more like two years from now. That's what I want to see. I want to see them when they're even more like in the in their groove. I want to see like whatever final or one of the final incarnations of Daniel Garcia versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, Prince Nana comes out. It's involves, it's involves Swerve. Swerve hits Darby. And... Sammy G and Daniel Garcia move on, and next way next Wednesday it looks to be MJF and and Adam Cole versus uh, Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara, and that should be good. And then it'll probably be, I'm guessing, I I don't know, but I would assume it's FTR versus MJF and Cole. And uh, yeah, let MJF and Cole win. I don't know, I don't really care, but it should be a good match and. Uh, as I get into later, the MJF Cole stuff, if it can cut back on the comedy, I have a lot of, like, I don't know where they're going with I don't know what they want to accomplish. If they want Adam Cole to be, like, the good guy that I'll get to it later. They do the same. He's saying he's shaking Darby's hand or what. Stop it again. <laughs> Stop. Uh, we get another Nick Wayne video, another great Nick Wayne video, and I'm going, they're going to beat this kid. And Dave Meltzer's not going to like it. Uh, oh, so then, yeah, they cut to Cole. And he's trying to explain himself to Britt, I think. Uh, Renee calls it a budding friendship. Roddy, uh, Roderick Strong shows up. And Cole assures him everything's fine. That he's MJF's a good guy. Uh, he's texting with him. He's reading the text. And then they go out to face Big Bill and Brian Cage. Big Bill, man, this guy's found, like, he's he, he's he's with it. He's got it now. He's He looks confident and like he's having a blast and great, uh, great person to have on the roster. He's, he's big and he's Bill. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed MGF. Work his face, his facial, you know, uh, contortions as he was working himself up for the various Adam Cole entrance uh, poses. 
uh, Adam Cole needs to get a new jacket. This jacket is, he's swimming in it. Please get a new leather jacket that fits. Uh, a lot of comedy stuff in this match. I wasn't a fan of, I'm not that, like, it makes me think cornball, goofy WWE shit. Uh, this alone is a, you know, can they work together? That's a, that's a tired, like, and when they, f- they first started doing it, I was like, well, maybe it'll be like some kind of AEW, like meta, like twisty tour, tour. you know, they, they'll, they'll take something that's kind of standard and kind of like tweak it a little bit here or there. And I'm totally, the crowd is so, it's so funny because the crowd's all, MJF is working. He loves to work like this where he does all the classic babyface stuff, says hometown, asks, you know, he's done this before. And they're eating it up again. And they want to like this team. I think even if... What I'm hoping is that Adam Cole becomes a, a shithead again. MGF turns him into a shithead. <laughs> and uh, that would be cool. I wouldn't, and That's because I, I like Adam Cole in that kind of way. That where he's being... I wanted to see some low blows. We, we got some... Uh, he didn't do a low blow, but he did the old... Uh, what did he do? did something i can't remember but uh the crowd was kind they they finally got around to just liking them but at first they were a little you know they just they, they like adam cole a lot they're like okay we're supposed to like mjf i think uh oh he poked somebody in the eyes that's it yeah i was waiting for that he poked somebody in the eyes uh the crowd was into both of them at the end, you know, and they cut a promo at the end. Uh, oh, I did. <laughs> Big Bill wipes his butt with the Bay Bay t-shirt. And that was, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed Adam Cole's face. He was shocked. He could not believe that, that the disrespect, uh, and the crowd, that's the, the crowd did not like that either, but they cut a promo at the end and they cut to Roderick strong. He's shaking his head. He doesn't like it. Um, and then, like, you know, is is this going to come down to where Adam Cole's going to have to hurt Roderick Strong to protect MJF? Or is MJF going to hurt Roderick Strong? And then Adam Cole will reveal, ha ha, I've been duping you. I don't know. I just, it's, I guess it's something to do. I'm excited to see if they blend, or I'm interested. I'm not excited. I'm interested to see if they blend CM Punk into this whole thing uh, with FTR and MJF and Adam Cole, you know, I don't think he's, I know punk has said that he wants to work with him. Yeah. We get to Hager and Jack Hager's like, I'm going to go in here. Come with me, Renee. Again, we don't have to, I don't care about the invisible camera. I don't, I never even thought about it when I was, I, I definitely don't think, Oh man, wouldn't someone so be watching the show? I don't care. I'm not even a big fan of backstage sketches. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd rather they just go on the ring and cut a promo. Uh, but Hager gives him the purple hat. My wife was, <laughs> why Why is he wearing a, a purple hat? I said, oh, it was his thing. He says, I like this hat. And she goes, it looks dumb. Uh, and it looks like they just like a cheapy, like they just a knockoff. It just was WWE shit, like fucking hell. And the crowd was not really reacting, and 
I don't care. Uh, Ruby Soho versus Sky Blue. The crowd was into it at the end. You know, it was a it was a match. <laughs> it was a good little match. Uh, and Ruby Soho moves on. They do a little collision recap. And then they do the QTV Harley Cameron rap video. And I'm waiting for the acclaim to interrupt or to stop or to like come out in the crowd and stop it. Uh, come out from the crowd or come, you know, out to the crowd, whatever. Uh, no, they just played it and that was it. Uh, my wife also was in the room, was not a fan of this, didn't know what was going on. This is what makes me embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. <laughs> you know, that's, of course, when somebody's watching. They're not watching when I'm enjoying myself. It's always when this uh, woman is rapping uh, in, like, a business ca uh, suit. Uh, they just move on, and Nick Wayne comes out. He's got a nice little picture there with the little, uh, like, bullet holes in the glass of like in his eyes and it's a great little entrance and uh let's see here oh i did write down he looks like <laughs> nick wayne looks like eric roberts or mickey rourke now or val kilmer now or stephen bonner or pete holmes so he's got that kind of look uh i th you know i thought oh this might be a, uh, this could be a swerve demolishes Nick Wayne <laughs> in front of Darby, but no, it was more of a, hey, this kid gave swerve a, go a run for his money. They gave a swerve a lot, or not swerve, Nick Wayne, and there was a couple good near falls, and, uh, and swerve, swerve wins, and it continues the swerve Darby thing. I'm fine with Nick Wayne. It, it's it's okay. Nick Wayne's got a long career. He just turned 18. It'll be okay. Uh, you got a Lance Archer. He's going to be facing Trent. Ugh. I'm putting myself to sleep. Good stuff. Good audio. Uh, so there you go. Lance Archer will be back, and I'm guessing Trent's going to lose. And, I, you know, that's Trent's job, I guess. I feel bad. Uh, I like Trent, and I wish he would win a little bit more. Uh, you get the Excalibur card rundown. It's just every match that's coming up on Rampage and Collision and Battle of Belts, and I don't know. Da, 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 da. I didn't even bother writing. Uh, so then they have the uh, Dunkhouse comes out, and it's Pac for the BCC and uh, they are going to uh, uh, I think he's going to do like a black arrow on the chair around Kenny's neck and then they ask Kenny if he has any last words and he says oh, I also have a member to announce and it's Koto Ibushi on a hype video and uh, so that will be a good match blood and guts and that that's I think that's the end of my life. Did I miss anything? That was it. At least that I can tell. Wow. I did this all uh, before anybody uh, interrupted me. Amazing. Um, so I'm going to be out of town, though. I immediately record this, and then I realize I'm going to be out of town on Friday. So I'm going to have to watch Rampage, which I usually don't do. But I'll watch it. 
and I'll uh, take notes. And since it's a little show, it's an hour show, I might kill some time by going to Reddit and answering, while I'm recording, answering advice, relationship advice. And something to do. I like it. Um, and then there's what? Collision. I'll definitely, I'll still be out of town. <laughs> I'll still be out of town. So maybe I'll do, I'll do whatever I want and drop whenever I want, record whenever I want. It'll be a little treat for me. And I don't know. I'm sure I can, I'm sure I can convince one person to listen to this and it'll just be for them. You know who it'll be? Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan, he's going to, he's going to be looking around for a podcast. He's going to see one. He's going to type his own name in. <laughs> and it's going to come up, Dear Tony. And he's going to listen to a guy from the Midwest dryly recap and really offer not much in the way of thoughts. Just, yeah, it was good. It's fine. Like I said, hey, put this on right before you go to bed. You'll be out. You'll wake up a little bit just to turn me up, turn the voice off and go and then fall into a deep sleep. Um. I mean, AEW's doing, they got a lot of big stuff coming up. That was another reason. I was like, you know, AEW's got some big stuff coming up, you know, and I'm going to be watching a lot of it, so I might as well talk about it. And I do talk about it with, with buddies of mine and what have you, but uh, quite frankly, you know, I'd have them on, but it's a pain in the ass to get people to, you know, sit down and record and shoot the shit and yada yada. Uh, once it becomes like a regimented, like scheduled thing, that's when it's, you know, everybody's busy, uh, me included as I, just, <laughs> I'm going to start this thing and then immediately, uh, be behind on it since I'll have to watch everything else on a delay. Um, and then, uh, we'll see I'll just, you know, I'll upload when I want, when I have something and, uh. You know, with a name like Dear Tony, I, I, I don't even, I can do anything I want. <laughs> I can, I can, I'll talk about Vanderpump Rules. I'll talk about that. Anybody else watch that? I'm slowly going through the whole thing with my wife. And we're up through season six. We got swept in by the Scandaval. You know, what is this show? What's it about? We already watched Below Deck. I don't know how the Vanderpump thing flew under our radar but it did uh let's see what else anything else can i draw this out to make it an even hour so i think this says something about me i hate goodbyes um well i don't even have a sign off i didn't have it like hey this is i should go back and redo this. Ah. Uh, say what? Hey, this is Wilson. This is the Dear Tony pod. <laughs> Dear Tony. Should I start every show going? Dear Tony. Uh, Dear Tony. Uh, yo, Dynamite overall. It was a good little show. It was good. It was fine. It was okay. It wasn't the best. It was, uh, you know, I uh, don't like that they keep kind of tinkering with WWE style stuff. Um, 
as long as it's kept to like one thing of the show, like I said, I think AEW is best when it's a little bit of something for everybody. If you want to throw some WWE type NXT type shit in for those uh, <sighs> mutants, I suppose. Um, <laughs> uh, by all means, uh, go for it. It's okay. It's fine. It's not my thing, but you know, wait five minutes and there'll be something else that I might like. Um, uh, you know, if it, if I'm not gonna fantasy, I was gonna say if I had my druthers, it would be this, but I don't. <laughs> I just want good promos and good wrestling, and you know, a little bit of blood. I'm a blood, a little bit of blood here or there, just a little bit. Come on, uh, and uh, just uh, that uh, you don't. Uh, I don't feel like an idiot after I watch. So if I'm yeah, if I'm watching the lady rapping. And she's not going to get interrupted. And it's just her rapping. I don't know what's what's happening. What's ha- what's happening? And then the announcer's like, that's stunk. It's like, yeah, well, why can't the acclaimed be saying this? <laughs> or Billy Gunn or anybody. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's, yeah, that's not for me. Um, put that on Rampage. Uh, put anything that you're like, the other company might do this. Put that on Rampage. And then have those people that watch NXT watch Rampage, and the ratings will go up. There, I fixed Rampage. Signed Wilson, <laughs> dear. Signed Wilson. Maybe that's maybe that's how I'll end it. Signed. So wait, what would it be like? Sincerely, yours. <laughs> Isn't that? It's never sincerely yours. It's either just sincerely, comma, or yours always, Wilson. Uh, Lord, it's not late at night. It's in the middle of the afternoon. Um, oh man. Well, okay. Just, yep. I'll sit here in silence too. That'll be a fun part of this. Get used to it. Me kind of with my thoughts. Um, get used to who's listening. Nobody's listening. Who I've been talking to myself. That's who. All right. Sounds good. Well, that was me. I'm Wilson. It was Dear Tony. And I'll see you when I see you. And uh, goodbye. Farewell. Uh, <laughs> later. Uh, have fun. Uh, email DearTonyPod at gmail.com. D-E-A-R-T-O-N-Y-P-O-D for the people that can't spell. <laughs> Uh, dear Tony Pod at gmail.com and uh, I would I would definitely read it unless it's mean I'm not reading that I might read that okay uh, and I hit the 51 minute mark so there you go that's close enough okay bye bye <laughs>